0: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And here at How'd You Like That Movie, we are getting into the season. So we're talking not one, not two, but three holiday movies. We're talking movies. We're talking Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 1966, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 1964, and 1993's The Nightmare Before Christmas. So, Chris, you're a mean one. Mr. Grinch.
1: (laughs) And I mean, when it comes to Christmas, I absolutely am a Grinch. So I have to say to you, nice work, Bone Daddy. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How'd You Like That Movie? As Scott said, We're kicking off the Christmas season with three classic Christmas films. We're going to do a short jump into two films. The 1964 stop motion classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and the 1966 animated classic, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And then we're going to be finishing off with The Big Guns, The Nightmare Before Christmas from 1993. So Scott, are you a Christmas guy? Why don't you take us away? (laughs)
0: I guess. Like, everybody, I think, is a Christmas person. No, they are not! But anyways, yeah, like, with Rudolph and the Grinch, like grew up with this that's the thing like i remember every christmas grabbing the tv guide and then kind of checking to see what time they're on setting your vcr and then watching it
1: right so but- hold on i just want to ask you about that since because I, I 100% agree with you this is one of those things like you would wait it would come on tv maybe you would get to catch it a couple times especially rudolph i love rudolph uh the grinch is not my favorite but we can get into that um Do you think so? How do kids go about doing this now? Because some people don't even have cable. It's all streaming services. Like I had to, I had to kind of hunt around to get this stuff. Because I did on YouTube. Yeah, that's how I ended up finding (laughs) as well. Uh, I could have bought it on iTunes. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really need to own it. Um, But yeah, do you think kids are kind
0: of getting going to miss out? No, I think I think they still have something similar to this. I know Netflix right now just released uh, a stop motion Christmas movie of their yeah, own, but it's not this stop motion Christmas movie. Yeah, but this is on Freeform. Like Rudolph is from when I was doing the research for this. Rudolph is on like uh, a licensing on the Freeform channel. And what is that? It's like the States Family Channel. Oh, okay, what I'm trying to uh,
1: ascertain from you is. When we were kids... Why are you you, using big words? (laughs) What I'm trying to get out of you is that (laughs) when we were kids, you would, like you said, you would look in the TV guide, you would actually go on the TV, and sometimes it would just come on and you're like, Rudolph, Rudolph, or Frosty, or whatever. Um, Kids... Don't do that. So how do they find out about the movie if it's not just being kind of passively put in front of them?
0: Well, how they find out about it is two ways. One's parents, mm-hmm. right? They're like, I fucking loved this movie when I was a kid. Like, insane. you're going to fucking love this shit. You're going to sit down, like, tape, tie them up, tape the eyelids and make them watch it. Or it's just literally fucking, they're, they're going on YouTube and it comes up because now it's on their, their little hole and it's they're searching up Christmas shit, right?
1: So which one of these two do you like better or are they equal?
0: Uh, personally, I like The Grinch
1: better. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do. Well, I mean, the, I was just looking this stuff up before we started. The Grinch has 100% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and it holds a 98% audience rating. Like. Those is a pretty solid number like those are actually that's that's an understatement. like not it's the, usually you can get solid critic scores, but a 98 percent from the audience, like Rudolph only has an 84 and nightmare before Christmas uh only has a 91. So like people like the Grinch a lot a lot.
0: yeah, I think like with me, I remember reading the book first, yeah, then coming by across Mr this. R-
1: by the, the doctor. Dr. yeah dr seuss and
0: then i think it's because it's so condensed you're it's literally like yeah a what's 20, the running time on what's like, the running time on that uh 26 minutes right
1: wow that's super short eh?
0: it's literally probably the exact same amount of time to read the book
1: yeah 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 uh i think rudolph's the same isn't it 26 minutes no rudolph's 47 47 yeah oh because it would have been an hour with commercials yes and the grinch would have been uh 30 minutes with commercials yeah this hour
0: has 22 minutes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like with the rudolph i remember rudolph was always back to back with um frosty? frosty yeah the grinch was always with charlie brown from what i remember charlie brown christmas
1: oh yeah 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 because and because yeah the ones the animated and then are you talking like the frosty that stop animation
0: no i remember the animated
1: one. Oh, so you know what i'm gonna confuse is because the snowman who's played a uh, voice by uh bro ives who's like a super famous uh, American singer and musician and actor. Um, he, begins. he plays the, he does, I think he does the snowman and the narration
0: mm-hmm. for frosty. Yeah.
1: Um, so speaking of the, the just some of the character actors. Uh, so Burl Ives is obviously the famous name that was attached to Rudolph, uh, in 1964. Um, all the other voice actors were Canadian, and they actually shot in Toronto, uh, for those of you uh, not from Canada, or actually, if you're in Canada, you know that Toronto is basically the center of the country and kind of the most important city. Um, anyway, yeah, it was shot at the, uh, recorded at the RCA studios in downtown Toronto. So I just thought that was kind of cool, you know, all all Canadian cast, except for like kind of their big heavy hitter. Nah.
0: I didn't know that until you said it, but makes sense, right? And now you know. And knowing (laughs) is half the battle. How did they not make a Heritage Minute about this then?
1: Oh my God! (laughs) CBC, if you're listening, we 100% need a Heritage Minute about all the Canadians that gave up their time and voices to make the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) Call the Prime Minister. He sounds like he'd be down. He's a millennial, isn't he? (laughs)
0: Sure, whatever.
1: (laughs) Um, So just a couple facts uh, uh, on this. The only two remaining puppets that were used are Rudolph and Santa, and they just fo- uh, just sold, like, this month for $368,000. Uh, the other ones didn't survive because nobody thought this was going to be a big deal. They, like, did their thing, and they kind of got given to kids and lying around and stuff like that, so...
0: Fuck! Imagine if you had that, though, right?
1: Like, oh, but even just to have it, like, not even yeah. the valuing, like, to be like have like Hermes the elf or something like that, or the Bumble, <laughs> the Bumble, Bumbles bounce. Uh, what's your What's your favorite part of uh,
0: Let's just talk about Rudolph. What's
1: your favorite part in Rudolph?
0: See, I think with Rudolph, it's the whole like it's just the message, right? Like, the, that's what's entertaining, I love is that the message. message. Yeah, as a kid, right? Like, even it, it's fun because I was watching it. With my uh, my oldest, and she was trying to allocate what it would mean now, right? Like, is Rudolph about bigotry? Hmm. Is Rudolph about coming out of the closet now? Like, how would they... Like, what's a- the subtext kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, exactly. Interesting, right? interesting. And then, and, and that's what I was telling her. I'm like, when, as a kid or whatever, you watch Rudolph, you're like, okay, fuck. You're getting picked on. You're getting made fun of at school, but hey don't let it get you down kind of because you never you're gonna lead santa's sleigh you're gonna hey you're gonna do great things you're gonna like slay it fucking school school but there's so much more right and i like that message well isn't rudolph kind of like about
1: i mean and yeah it's totally debatable i'm sure there's like phd thesis is written on this uh about kind of being yourself because like they're all like they they're all misfits you know mm. hermes is supposed to make toys but he wants to be a dentist and then he becomes like the best elf dentist possible.
0: Oh, he becomes the only. I heard he's the actually only...
1: the grandfather of uh, Will Ferrell's character in the movie Elf. Really? No, I just fucking made that right up. Boom! The, but there. that
0: would that would fucking work because the 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 snowman does show up in Elf.
1: He does. He does. Yeah, um, yeah and then they go to the island of miss toys, and then they've got the prospector and the mute man. I love all the music. Like, actually, uh, all of these have music. And As as like main components, like uh, the Grinch, the Rudolph for sure, and the Nightmare Before Christmas is almost
0: a musical. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I think it is a musical, but I think the other thing is each one of these films like are misfits. Like the Grinch is the guy that's the outsider that then kind of turns around, mm-hmm. comes back in, and then you have whatever Nightmare Before Christmas is. Have you have you watched them this year?
1: Or did you watch them for the podcast or Yeah, yeah,
0: I watched all three.
1: Are you gonna watch them again with the kids or was that no. you that was it?
0: That was it. That was it. Well like the kids were there for all three, right? Like the the thing with this is that's fun is whenever we're done recording we get and I get home. The first question is, what's your next movie? And they, they debate whether or not they want to watch it or not. They're like, oh, I want to watch this one, right? They're really? Like, oh, I want to watch this one. So you've one. got a little crew. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they give me their little insights to... I was just going to
1: say, does any of their input end up in the podcast? Some
0: does, yeah. Some does. like Especially when we're doing the horror stuff, like my son's opinions on a couple of these. like what, Because like, it's his first time, right? Mm-hmm. So just watching his reaction to it. Uh, uh, it's kind of fulfilling right? you have the I,
1: you have the family stuff so you must be loving this we've got like th- three I, movies i hate christmas movies no, no <laughs> lie, but i mean at least you get to watch these ones all with your kids mm-hmm. um so did you know you do you know who boris karloff is yeah frankenstein yeah he's the voice of the grinch and I the narrator that's so crazy and the phantom of the opera and the mummy yes well i guess the them. mummy doesn't say too much does he so I think he just says, like, I don't think any of
0: them said too much, to be
1: honest. Well, doesn't Frankenstein say fire, fire, bad?
0: (laughs) Or is that in, no, that's in Young Frankenstein. Yeah, it is in Young
1: Frankenstein. This is true. Also, fantastic movie. Um, Is there anything else you want to talk about this before we move on to Nightmare Before Christmas?
0: No, no, I think it's all good. But the one thing I would recommend if you are on a, a YouTube rabbit hole with Rudolph is look up. The Mad TV, two sequels. Really? One is called Raging Rudolph, which is literally taking Rudolph and these characters in Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. Yeah. And uh, the snowman is technically Joe Pesci. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then they have a sequel that's called The Rainfather, which is taking these characters. It's the after. It's the sequel to the other one, and it's... um. Rudolph as Marlon Brando and Michael Corleone as the godfather and watching that and what's this called what uh the first one is called raging Rudolph raging Rudolph and then the second one is the Rainfather. father the rain father and these are both on mad tv they're on mad tv yeah when mad tv was on the air but they're both on uh youtube because I, I remember watching them when mad tv first aired and I always thought that they were so fucking hilarious I'm
1: as soon as we're done recording I'm definitely gonna check yeah I
0: rewatched ones. it before coming here
1: Okay, well, I guess now's the time. Uh, we're going to move on to our big film of the night, the night, the 1993, The Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: I like how for the Grinch, all you're like is Boris Kala did, did the voice and that's it. That's,
1: that's all I got, <laughs> man. Like, I, it's like Dr. Yeah, Seuss. I got nothing else
0: to say. I mean, right? it's,
1: it's, I'm not, I don't, it's not my favorite movie, right? So I didn't spend a whole lot of time doing a bunch of background. And these, those were supposed to be prologues. So, I mean, we've got a deep dive into The Nightmare Before Christmas. So okay. do you want to kick us
0: off? I hate this movie.
1: You hate it? Oh, tell me why.
0: Like, I don't understand the appeal of this movie, right? Like, one, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Two, I don't think it's well, a Halloween movie. How is it
1: not? A, it's literally called The Nightmare Before Christmas. Which would it's be about Tank Thanksgiving. Christmas.
0: This is technically... He dresses technically, up as
1: Santa. He um, kidnaps Santa. How is this not a Christmas movie? If Die Hard is a Christmas movie, which I think we agree,
0: yes? Yes. Because it takes place at... Christmas, but this one And it's one about doesn't. Christmas? Yeah. But this one doesn't take place. You're fucking the, fundamentally wrong. This one technically takes place through American Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, and then he does Christmas. So they actually
0: like, like Santa, five minutes.
1: No, 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 no. Because he kidnaps Santa, and he's delivering presents on Christmas when they shoot him down. Yeah. It's not like they got an extra Christmas. I do know,
0: but that's So it's, it's literally time. on Christmas. So I don't L- You are wrong not,
1: anyway. No. Okay, so you don't like that aspect. What else? What else do you not like about this film?
0: like i don't get the appeal like i honestly don't like do you like stop motion films I, like i love the Corpse Bride. okay right i like his Frankenweenie. like for but for this for some reason this movie i do not understand the appeal of this okay. movie at all
1: well let's 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 talk because okay so first off I, i'm assuming you're referring to tim burton yes okay so in case people don't know This film often gets associated as, like, a written, directed by Tim Burton. He just produced it. He just produced it. Well, he produced it. He wrote the story and the characters. The the characters of, like, Jack and stuff like that come from a poem he wrote. But, yeah, he's the producer on it. Um, And, you know, for those that don't know Tim Burton, obviously Beetlejuice batman mars attacks sleepy hollow and we're gonna see a lot of people kind of show up in the same films he works with a lot of the same uh, actors and um you know screenplay adapters and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. uh but yeah this is not it's a tim burton film but it's not directed by tim burton it's actually directed by henry Selleck, who did james and the giant peach uh caroline uh, and he's actually got a, a film coming out in 2021 with Key and Peel called uh, "Wheeledle Weald, and Wild," so it's going to be another. St- he's a he's a very famous stop motion. Yeah, Coraline's
0: good. If you've yeah, Coraline's that. really
1: good. Uh, but Henry Selick is like a he's like James and Giant Peach is great as well. Uh, like all all of those kind of like like stop motion films, he does a fantastic job with them. Mm-hmm. So do you, you like corpse ride though but corpse Ride's not stop motion isn't it animation no it's, it's the
0: same it's the same as this
1: is it i haven't seen it in a while
0: yeah it's the same it's stop motion and like, kudo and the two strings that that one's fucking awesome which story kudo and the two strings oh i don't know that one it's uh oh my god the production company latvia okay yeah but the, that's all they do is stop motion as well
1: okay so the stop motion you were good with
0: i'm good it's Did just you this like the movie. stop motion Yeah. Like,
1: did you think they did a good job with it? Uh,
0: Except for Sally. You didn't like Sally? No, like when she walks or when she gets up, like the way they do it, she like hunches. Oh, okay. Like it's just weird the way she gets up. So they,
1: so my notes have, they constructed 227 puppets to represent the characters in this movie with Jack Skellington having around 400 different heads, allowing the expression of each possible emotion. Man, like, and I think they were working on 20 different sound stages at once because it's so time-consuming to do all that, like, move it, move Um, it, click, click, click. Um, Okay, so you had no problem with the stop motion. Um, You like other Tim Burton work?
0: I do. I do. We've discussed it before. We've discussed Tim Burton before when we did Beetlejuice. Yep. Yep. Right. But yeah, like this movie, I just, I don't understand. And else, I'll repeat, I don't understand the appeal. Like, so what is it that you don't like about this film? Like, this movie, I don't, I don't, I can't rap. It's just literally, um, I, I, too like too long or no like the timing's like i think it's short for a, like for well, it a it is. Film, it's right? only
1: it's in it's 90 it's 76 minutes so it's like an hour and 16 minutes which i think is an appropriate time for a film like this
0: yeah like i think i don't know i it could just be like i never as a child when this movie first came out like i never got caught up in this movie i was more caught up in demolition man and jurassic park and everything else that came up during this time that like, yeah I don't well, have a nostalgic appeal for
1: it. Well, I mean, I just, I also just rewatched it. And so I think it's, I think it's beautifully shot. Uh, it's, it's, it's very arty, right? So if you don't gravitate to those types of films, you're probably, it's got a, a bit of a cult following with it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it did, I mean, they made it for $18 million. It made $91.5 at the box office. Yeah, yeah, it was so,
0: 24th of top 24th top grossing film of the year.
1: Yeah. When it came so out. it, you know, lots of people seem to, to like it based on money wise. It's got a uh, 95% from the critics that Rotten Tomatoes 91 on audience. So they seem to like it. Um, again, I think it's, it is a very arty picture. Uh, there is some talk about, you know, it's use of like say German expressionism. Um, it's kind of got this um, very odd way of going about telling its story story uh i mean it's it uses a linear format and stuff like that too i mean i just i find it really entertaining i love the music i love the singing uh the songs are super catchy like this is halloween like i can still hear them in my head Um, again they did an amazing job with all the stop-motion animation Um, it was all scored by danny elfman uh Mm -hmm. which he also did all the singing for jack skellington in the in the movie as well now, mean?
0: go ahead. Like, from where we live, have you gone to the house that does the Nightmare Before Christmas? No, no. Where's that? In Guelph. Okay. Right? And there's a house, and he literally does a presentation of the Nightmare uh, Before Christmas with live um, figures, right? Like full size figures. And it literally does. That's awesome. The presentation of yeah of lock stock so there's yeah jack sally lock stock, and barrel there's oogie boogie the mayor like they're all there like all life-sized and they all kind of somewhat move and do a little presentation and then that's it right? that's awesome right.
1: I, I definitely got to check that out um like i said i think the casting of all the voice actors was was perfect um it's weird that you didn't like it in the sense that like when i was watching it i'm like this kind of is like a perfect movie for me it's like it's, it's an appropriate amount of time. It's visually beautiful. Uh, like I said, the the, the music is, is fantastic. I mean, I can't think of anything I'd want to change in it. It's, it's fun. Like, my daughter, like, I know that you always talk about your kids. But my daughter growing up, like, this was one of her favorite movies. Like, we would watch it over and over and over. Um, yeah, I think... I guess you're entitled to your opinion, but I I can't imagine why. You, oh, I Which you is were gonna, weird because we're yes, never. I in, thought you were going to like this fucking movie, man. No, like,
0: like, And that's the thing. Like, to be honest, I thought I would too, right? Like when this watching it the first time and then it's been years since I watched it and then rewatching it now. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a second chance. Right. But yeah, like. Did uh, your kids like it? that's the thing everybody was indifferent with it really right like and it was the same thing like my wife she bought lock stock and barrel masks for the kids this year for it to be for Halloween so right? in like
1: pop culture like they like the imagery in pop culture yeah
0: I don't I don't know what it is right like it, it's some there's one like I can't put my finger on it there's a disconnect that we have with this film that I literally can't touch or or comprehend what it is because yeah i like tim borden i like the cast right i like stop motion but i don't know if it's just the story just lost me like i just don't get it
1: so okay so here my quote this week is from kenneth turin of the los angeles times and this speaks to me why i actually like this film part avant-garde art film part amusing but morbid fairy tale it is a delightfully ghoulish holiday musical that displays more inventiveness, inventiveness in its brief 75 minutes than some some studios can manage an entire year. And like, I totally agree with that. And I
0: love all of those facts about this film. Yeah, like, and, but I don't know, man, like you're not, even when you're talking, you're not, like you're, you are not settling me on what what makes this film like well if you if you can't watch a film because it's
1: like it's like there's an aesthetic if you if that that aesthetic is a big part of this film if you if you don't get sucked in by the music and the aesthetic like i don't know what else you want like even the story's cool the idea that like the king of halloween takes over a different like what the fuck is there not to like man maybe you're just not smart enough (laughs) <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god, maybe.
0: Oh my god. Um, I I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe I I'm just not smart enough, but I doubt that very much. Shit even but, blows up and flies around like all the things you like in a movie. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. Like even Yeah, I think it I don't, it could not be the story but just the character interactions like the mad scientist, I didn't get what his whole thing was. What is wrong with you? Like, okay, she would always come back. She would drug him and leave. Yes. And, like, even watching this movie, it was like she was pining for Jack. Yes. But making it seem like Jack had no fucking idea who she was. Right? Because she was always hiding. That's right. And so she had to find... But she, he knew who she was.
1: He knew her, but he didn't see her.
0: No, no. He knew her. Because he was like, you're the one that's going to fucking make my suit.
1: Yes, he knew who she was, but he didn't see her. He didn't see that right in front of her was like the perfect person, the perfect partner for him. It's even... a it, Oh, my God. It's even like a romantic story. No, I don't know, no, man. I, Maybe you need to go back and rewatch it. I think you're it. reading
0: way too much into that. I think
1: you're just not reading it at all. Oh. But Hey, but you have to admit, it's got a great cast. Uh, Catherine O'Hare actually does the voice of Sally, speaking of Sally, mm-hmm. who another Canadian. Whoop, whoop, uh, she's got an Order of Canada. She's got the Governor General's Performing Arts Award. She's got a massive filmography. But I mean, Schitt's Creek. I mean, I think everybody knows her right now from Schitt's Creek.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, we, th- we
1: discussed this when we did Beetlejuice. Yeah, too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm obviously going all the way back to SCTV. You know, worked with like John Hold Candy Alone. and Eugene Levy. Um, yeah, I mean, she's a she's an, an absolutely fantastic actor. Um, you've got Danny Elfman, like I said, who did the score. Plus Chris
0: Sanderson did... doing.
1: Yeah. Jack. So Sa- he, you know, who his ex wife is, right? No, I don't. Susan Sarandon. It's Chris. Sarandon, she kept his last name. Are you sure? Yeah, man, absolutely. I like really <laughs> you're like that. the yeah, internet they, doesn't they, uh, lie. They actually met while like doing their film degrees or not film degrees, arts degrees in college or whatever, uh, and then she kept his name because she had already started acting under it. Uh, but he's actually I didn't realize he uh, got an Oscar nomination for Dog Day Afternoon, which is with Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fright he's, night, I dude. Yes, and Humperdinck. He plays Humperdinck in The Princess Bride. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Like, really great cast. I. I don't know what you're not seeing in it.
0: And, and again, like I said, I, I, it's just something. There's a disconnect that I don't get. Because yeah, like I like the cast. Like I like the the aesthetics. Maybe maybe I am just dumb, right? But and it, <laughs> but again, I I'm not really big into Christmas movies either, right? Yeah. Like, either am I though? And that's why I like this because I love Halloween and you love Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I know but this
1: isn't a Halloween
0: movie though.
1: But it's got both. It's like the best part about Christmas is when it's not Christmas. It's Halloween. See, um, it would have
0: been funnier instead of them kidnapping the Easter bunny if they kidnapped, like, a Thanksgiving turkey.
1: That, that would also be funny. I mean, I know that uh, Disney had talked about doing some s- sequels at the time, and Tim Burton was really like, yeah, we don't we don't want to end up where we're just, like, making schlock here. So I thought you would be more excited about this. Little bit of information, but it sounds like you're not. As of uh February 2019, a new nightmare before Christmas film is in the works with Disney. They're either gonna go with stop motion or live action. So uh Chris Her- uh, Sarandon expressed interest on reprising his role as Jack Skellington. So, I mean, that's probably gonna happen, which would be super awesome. Yeah, I can see this being one of those. Oh like man, they're, imagine they're live remaking. action,
0: a live action nightmare before Christmas. I might like it. That'd be I might fucking like it. Sick. I might like it. I probably won't, but I might. Right. i I always give him a chance, right? I am the pumpkin king. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? Uh anyway, obviously I've I've said my piece on this. I love this movie. Uh I recommend this movie all the time. Scott I don't, does not know what he's talking about.
0: It's not that I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, even when we're discussing Bill and Ted. Yeah. Right. Face the music or the yeah. original? Face the music, yeah. Right? Like there, there's things there that you you did not like. Yeah, it was called Bill and Ted Face the Music. I did not like that movie, right? But I I didn't I didn't call you stupid. Right? I didn't say you
1: were stupid. I said maybe, maybe. I hear you, well,
0: I'm not smart, so that would make me something. Hey, else.
1: you're you're saying it. I, I'm not I'm
0: not putting those breadcrumbs down. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you, you didn't put those breadcrumbs down. You fucking laid them down and shoved them down my throat. Like, okay, dude. you know what? i'm gonna let you
1: have the last word on this uh i love this movie i think it's great it's super fun um but yeah scott
0: take us out of here man yeah yeah i did not like i think we should have talked about the grinch a little bit more but uh that is our rant for the day follow us on twitter at how'd you like that one or email us and you can you can you you know you can talk about all the the abuse i take from chris here at our email at how do you like that movie at gmail.com like and subscribe to this podcast uh because i would like to keep doing it and tell since it's christmas and it's the spirit of giving tell all your friends about us all right and i don't have a quote for this sorry has now taken over fucking hey, thanksgiving I, think, I still think that's a good premise for a movie christmas is now taking over like we have we have oh, advent like, calendars like, the, with, like with
1: christmas cr- like the blob and yeah. it's like first it's it just takes literally like valentine's day ah! see that is more like hey we, we copyright this if, if we're still recording we're, we're copywriting this <laughs> production by rod shaver vader monkey productions